0: Music with a message on KFUO. We are worldwide at KFUO.org, AM 850 here in the St. Louis region. You're listening to the Midday Moments program. I'm your host. It's time now for our moment in creation with Pastor Warren Wirth of Good Shepherd Lutheran Church in Arnold, Missouri. Good afternoon, Warren. Good afternoon, Gary. So today we're going to talk about how did the earth get so much water and also the Genesis account of God's creation versus the Big Bang evolutionary theory, right?
1: That's what we want to talk about today. So, water, water everywhere on this big planet Earth. Over 70% of Earth's surface is covered with water. Ever been to the ocean? Yes. It's a lot of water, isn't it? (laughs) It's a lot
0: of water. Look at the horizon. It looks like it's coming from the sky almost.
1: Nowhere else in our solar system, really nowhere else in the universe, that anybody's been able to discover is there water in such great quantities as the liquid water that we have on planet Earth. So that's a big problem for evolution. You know, if water is essential to life, which it is, and, of course, evolutionists make it sound like if you've got water, then automatically life is going to evolve. But where do you get the water in the first place, especially if you believe in the Big Bang? So the Big Bang Theory, which uh, posits that, you know, from this singularity 15 billion years ago or so, there was this huge explosion, and then uh, 10 billion years after that, you got stars forming, and about 5 billion years ago, our sun uh, evolved and and formed. And then uh, about 4.5 billion years ago, Earth formed, but at that time, according to those who believe this Big Bang story, earth was hot and molten and there was no water and so they would say that it was about 3.8 billion years ago that the first oceans appeared on planet earth but where did the water come from well they are saying uh, for example at the smithsonian that we were bombarded with meteorites and asteroids and that's how all the water got here there's water on in comets and water in small amounts in uh, asteroids and things like this. So if we were bombarded with these things, that's how all the water got here, according <laughs> to them. That would be a lot of bombardment. <laughs> there you go. And so if you, if you don't ask too many questions, you're supposed to just believe that okay. and move on. But when uh, people actually ask the question, I say, well, let's do the calculation. Uh, it, it's totally ridiculous and not believable at all. So if you go over to creation.com, they have an article uh, entitled, How on Earth, question mark, question mark, water and its impossible meteorite delivery. It was authored by a man by the name of Clarence Jansen. And he makes that point by doing the math that this just could not be. So the amount of, you can start with how much water there is on Earth, and that you know is a known thing that can be calculated out to how much water there is. And then you can say, well, if this was all to come from meteorites and, and asteroids colliding with the Earth, how long would that take and how much water would each one have to have? So he did the calculation, and how many trillions of uh, super tanker sized meteorites it would have to have, so you know that the super tankers are humongous right, <laughs> right. and and hold a huge amount of liquid so he 's saying if you had eleven point one trillion super tanker sized meteorites colliding with the earth, it would take four point six Billion years of them colliding with the Earth, with that would be forty-six per week colliding with the Earth. That's a humongous amount of huge uh, meteorites that would demolish planet Earth right. before you would get that much water to actually be here. Uh, you know, if you think of just if you've been out to Arizona, there's a huge crater out there called the Barringer Crater. It's uh, more than a kilometer across. And the size of the meteorite that was supposed to have created that one by a meteorite impact is a, a tiny fraction of the size of what a super tanker would be. So imagine that you had 11.1 trillion meteorites of that size continually bombarding Earth from... 3.8 billion years ago, right down to the present day. <laughs> it's like, uh, that's not going to work at all. We know what the Bible tells us. The Bible doesn't mesh with the Big Bang, and the Big Bang does not mesh with the Bible. And Christians make a mistake if they think they can combine this secular a way of trying to explain how the universe happened without God. I think that you can somehow use a shoehorn and get that fit into Genesis. It really doesn't work at all. You know, when you read Genesis, in God's own account of what he did, it starts out with a water-covered world, doesn't it? So in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was over the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters, and God said, let there be light, and there was light, and so forth. And uh, then, you know, God separates the water from the waters, and and creates uh, the expanse uh, of heaven. And then, uh, verse 9, let the waters under the heavens be gathered together into one place, and let the dry land appear, and it was so. God called the dry land earth. The waters that were gathered together he called seas, and God saw that it was good. So when you read the Genesis account of creation, it's pretty straightforward. And you start out with a water-covered world, not with a hot, molten world. And it, it, you know that's really what happened, and it fits better with what we observe today. And trying to come up with these uh, crazy accounts that the evolutionists and atheists come up with. It just doesn't work. And again, they can, you can make that sound so nice and neat if you say it quickly and say, but don't think about it too much. You know, yeah. so museums and textbooks do that little bit of sleight of hand. And you say, well, where's the evidence for this? Let's really think this through. When you take the time to think it through, it just doesn't work.
0: What about the Christian who believes that there was a Big Bang and they say, God created it, but a day wasn't a day. A day could have been a billion years. Or How do you address that belief system?
1: That might take a little more time than we have okay. to talk about it today, but I would direct to AnswersInGenesis.org or Creation.com. Both of those Christian uh, websites have answers to all those common questions that people have. Uh, at, I'm looking at an article right now by Dr. Jason Lyle, on uh, the Answers in Genesis website, does the Big Bang fit with the Bible? And he point by point shows that it does not. And there's neither scientific evidence for the Big Bang nor biblical evidence for the Big Bang. That, that's a, a huge mistake to go down that road. Likewise, the long ages that people try to build in millions and billions of years, a straightforward reading of the Bible would say that the Earth from creation to the present time is about 6,000 years. And people say, well, how can it be that short of time? Well, that's what the Bible says, and really there is evidence that supports that, more so than the millions and billions of years that people have concocted to try to fit in their idea of gradual evolution of life from non-life, which wouldn't work anyway. So when you have questions like this, you or your children or your grandchildren, you know, I recommend that people uh, not be alarmed and worried that the Bible somehow is not true, go to Bible-believing websites of these people that are really smart guys, and you know many of them are scientists with their doctorates in their respective fields, whether it's geology or astronomy or biology. And all the kinds of questions you and I would come up with, they have answered. <laughs> and they've got good answers there that are both fitting with what the Bible teaches as well as with what the best scientific evidence has to say. So no, the Big Bang doesn't fit with the Bible. Millions and billions of years don't fit with the Bible. But what the Bible says is straightforward, that God created everything by his almighty word in six days. The Earth and the universe are relatively young compared to what the evolutionary believing people would say. Life did not evolve. God created various kinds of life, and things are still reproducing after their own kind, as God says in Genesis. Uh, Also, the Bible tells us what went wrong. There was no death to begin with. Sin is what brought death into this world, and and the answer to that problem of sin and death is that God promised, and in the fullness of time, sent his Son, Jesus, who came into this sin-broken creation, was born of the Virgin Mary, lived a perfect life for us, offered up that perfect life as a perfect sacrifice in our stead on Calvary's cross, so that by his suffering and death and resurrection, he might redeem us from our sins and restore fallen creation. And that's you know, the truth. That's what God's Word teaches. And, it, you know, when you get down to looking at observing what's around us, it really fits in with what the Bible actually teaches.
0: Mm-hmm. Can you lead us in prayer as we wrap up this
1: segment? I would be happy to do so. Let us pray. Lord God, the sea is yours, and you made it, and your hand formed the dry land. Indeed, you created man in your own image, and when we disobeyed you and fell into sin, you sent Jesus in the likeness of human flesh to suffer and die on our in our place on the cross, to redeem us from sin, and to restore us to yourself. Guard and keep us, O Lord, from all falsehood, from all false teaching, and help us always to believe your word, the Bible, which is true from the very first verse. And that word centers on Jesus, the word made flesh, who came to redeem us from our sin and to make us your own and to restore your fallen creation. In his precious name we ask this. Amen.
0: Amen. Thanks so much, Pastor, for being on the program today. You're welcome. We are the messenger of good news. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash KFUO radio.